0: you're listening to the spirit hunters a member of no podcast network right now still trying to figure that out find out about our pod brethren and how to join our now public and free discord group and support the show at blank and patreon.com spirit <laughs>
1: Welcome to Season 3, Episode 29 of The Spirit Hunters. This is Megan, Joe, Sarah, and Hannah Later. <laughs>
0: um, we, we replaced Hannah with another person named Hannah Later.
1: Hannah Later. Very nice lady. Um, who sounds like Megan, which is going to get extra confusing.
0: <laughs> yeah. N- <laughs> it looks
1: like Sarah. <laughs> it looks like Sarah.
0: <laughs> it's really, really confusing in here.
1: Um, last time, Chidu got the Fist of Death meleron returned uh reunited with kilua and knuckle tried to avenge shoot and tried to use yuppie's anger to bankrupt him and yuppie struggles between the self selfless and being selfish in his feelings this week it's morell versus poof and ikago versus bolster you better get ready i don't know why but i know morell is a mushroom right like mm-hmm. uh, like morels are mushrooms i just for some reason i just craved mushrooms as i said the word <laughs>
0: Morel. <laughs> I mean mushrooms are delicious but also I'm still like really confused whether it's morel or morale because like it's definitely morel in the English version but like when I watch the Japanese version I could swear they're saying morale
1: let me just look at the, the katakana of his name because I I know there's like a hunterpedia but like yeah
2: I mean,
0: even so, it might be one of those things where it's just like, well, it's morale, but it's pronounced the French way. So when you like write it phonetically, you're gonna make it look like morale or some yeah. shit like that.
1: It is morale, like it, like the it's a uh, like you're right, uh, yeah, It's it's literally morale. Ooh, so like,
0: yeah, I'm wondering if it's the like double triple interlingual thing that I just described, and it's like, fuck yeah. it, who cares?
1: It. Morale is easier to say for English speakers, so yeah, <laughs> a hard L. Um, guys super random i know I'm not <laughs> even in the episode but i'm gonna derail this episode real quick i really want a tattoo of ecolgo
0: <laughs> understandable
1: oh it's so cute He's just so cute but i can't find any like good examples um because apparently no one else has <laughs> oh a one i, be- be the I mean there's, there's people who have more um um ecolgo tattoos but like they're not the ones i want i don't know what i want oh. but like it's not specific to what i want <laughs>
0: You should read the manga because there's some shots here that they do not re- re- do in the anime because, like, they really care about consistency in the anime in the way that the manga does not concern itself with. But mm-hmm. he does some crazy poses.
1: Oh, yay. Okay. You're just going to see me, like, on my face just Ikago, e- like, going, like, uh, <laughs> I'm doing, like, a dab or something. Yeah,
0: I remember that scene. Yeah, that's It's that right after Blaster dies or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh but anyways uh so hannah later apparently had to quit the podcast as well so now (laughs) we're down two (laughs) hannah's but i'm gonna replace her for this section so uh episode 118 a false rage aka uh, itsuari no ikari uh originally released in japan on february 26 2014 the equivalent manga chapters are 279 through 281 which released in japan on i've accidentally covered up the month 28th 2008 april 28th 2008 almost my birthday um real quick i didn't know ikari could be translated as rage and i'm now wondering if shinji's dad's last name being ikari is literally just that shinji from evangelion
1: uh you know you know i never thought about it like that
0: i can look that up another time but uh sarah you take it away and either i or megan will interject a translation note at a later date
2: Okay. All right, so on the topic of rage, um, Yuppie decides to fake his anger issues in order to draw out Knuckle. Um, while he's doing so, APR continues to gather interest, which actually contributes to Yuppie's actual rage, so it's not quite fake. <laughs> um, Morals plan to stall Poof in Smoky Jail fails since Poof is actually able to send trillions of little microorganisms um, that can pass through the smoke and then guarantee his escape. Meanwhile, we are with Okago and he's searching for palm in Bezef's um, private warehouse underground lair. Um, He presents himself as Bezef's messenger um to the women that are in there but they find him sus because BZF usually calls if he needs anything unfortunately akago isn't able to find palm Um, he uses gyo and then finds a a nun message from her instead saying that she's gone into the palace and if she hasn't returned before the mission ends and she is probably dead so a very disappointed um Okago. he t- tries to leave and he runs into a suspicious bolster. bloster i always imagine without the elf is it bloster
0: it's it's bloster but that being said it's not his name it's just what they did in the american version uh, oh wait what's it. his name his name is bravada
1: what the what? fuck? <laughs> wait, why did they call him bloster or bolster?
0: I So we haven't figured this out. When it was brought up previously, I'm wondering if bravada is a pun for something in Japanese that they thought was untranslatable because bravada means something in English. Um, and therefore they're like bloster. It's a combination of lobster and blaster.
2: Uh
1: wow. Oh, it's a, it's, wait, bloster, I think it's just, it's um, an anagram or a
0: oh of lobster yeah so it's a it's a uh it's an anagram of lobster in addition to being lobster plus blaster
1: i've never noticed that i don't like that
0: (laughs) yeah so i'm wondering if bravado was something and i just don't know enough about japanese and what appears to be a loan word from portuguese
1: Burovada. that's that's how it's spelled
0: Oh, so it's Buro It's it's
1: budovada, but I don't know how to pronounce it in Japanese. That's just how the romanji sounds. But, but it's, it's Buro
0: rather than bura. Buru budo,
1: Vuda.
2: Vuda.
0: Oh, that makes it even more confusing. Okay, I I abstain from trying to gra- guess on that one.
2: Well, probably would make more pronunciation mistakes if it was. original japanese name so i'm kind (laughs) of glad they changed it (laughs) for my own convenience um so when they meet at the elevator bloster asks um if he finished his mission from quote-unquote hagia um when ikago says yes um bloster is like hey leo hates being called that and shoots at him um while Flutter's body gets destroyed, Ikago manages to escape by hund- hiding underneath the truck nearby. Um, he watches Bloster leave in the elevator only to get stuck because he, um, Bloster doesn't have a passcode. Um, back with Yuppie, he keeps baiting Knuckle, um, who's worried about shoot, and eventually decides to show himself. They exchange both insults and punches with knuckle thinking that he's got the upper hand until yuppie stops like messing around uh yuppie's about to sucker punch knuckle out of life um but then Hila comes and save the day um and knuckle um by shooting a lightning bolt so strong it's able to paralyze yuppie um knuckle's able to escape while Kila descends down the crater, ready to take out his bad day on Yuppie. And that's it.
0: So uh, the part about Killua, uh saving Knuckle, uh, the word that's called out in English is Thunderbolt, but the word that's called out in Japanese is Narukami, which was the uh, cultural lesson that I did last episode about uh... that character who became the Thunder God. That's actually
1: kind of fun. It's like a... yeah. Yeah. As an interesting. saying this is like naming it's like naming Kamehameha like Kamehameha like that actually <laughs> kind of makes sense. <laughs>
0: Which is... I think it both. Make, I think it makes less sense that uh, it makes more and less sense because the Kamehameha one is kind of weird because it was literally a Toriyama looking at Hawaiian culture and just being uh-huh. like, what if I just as a joke name it after one of their last kings? But there's not really a deeper meaning there, except that it's also a pun on you know uh the turtle hermit being kame uh kame senen yeah. so kame and then the ha being wave so i'm yeah. like okay that's that's good in a certain way but makes less sense culturally but then this yeah. one it's just like yelling out like hey i'm gonna use this attack thor yeah and then it's like okay well what does it have to do with thor besides thunder nothing
1: <laughs> it's just thor thunder get it K. moving on yeah, yeah
0: it's just like all right cool <laughs> you did it
1: you didn't
0: (laughs) if if any listener knows of a deeper meaning to it than like it just literally being a story about a thunder god because like i read what the story was about it just didn't really strike me as that meaningful
2: yeah i wonder if it was just chosen because it sounded cool and it vaguely related but no other deeper meaning than that
0: yeah i i guess there's the idea of becoming a god which is like kind of cool and if you're like a 12-year-old boy that's going to be cool as hell when you do it, but that's about <laughs> it. So I don't know. What do you guys think of this episode? I, I think there's, I mean, not, not like in a oh, we're over way, more like a, oh, what are some parts that you thought were like really interesting that weren't uh, covered during our little summary?
2: I think one of the things I found interesting was the way that both Yuppie and Knuckle had the same strategy against each other, which was basically um, bait the other their opponent into doing yeah. something stupid
1: <laughs> it's funny because you go back and forth and they're like well he's dumb and then i got confused i honestly as a watcher i was confused at whose plan was what <laughs> and like <laughs> whose side we were on <laughs> and cause i was like wait so wait you want to bait but he wants to bait?" and then the narrator's just going off saying random things interjecting wait was he interjecting in this one
0: i forget if he interjected or like knuckle just said a lot
1: yeah, just internal monologue about, and I think this all happens in like a second theoretically, because like they're doing that anime thing where it's like, here's my plan, and you're like, you should be done <laughs> with the plan. He now.
0: actually comments on that at least. He's like, wait, don't people only think this fast right before they die?
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, w- one thing I think is interesting is, so Knuckle was making the right choices if you assume that your enemy has a human mind. And Yuppie basically calls out, like, oh, he doesn't understand that my psychology is entirely foreign to him. And even though I possess human-like emotions, I can just completely quell them. And not in the way, like, you know, fucking, like, men's rights activists are like, oh, yeah, I'm a master of my emotion. More like in a literal, like, oh, yeah, I can just, like, my my logic as an ant, so, aka, as a non-human, can just, like, completely turn off my emotions. And so he just acts as though he's still having the emotions. So he's doing this like interesting imitation of being human in order to do something very machine like and like Knuckles idea would have worked properly had he been fighting a human who dis- who displayed those similar behaviors.
1: And it it's also like it's interesting because this is technically growth for UP, right? Like Definitely. It's like huge that he and it's weird cuz we only we don't spend that much time with UP specifically. Like we do spend a lot of time with Poof and Um, I think a little bit more time with um, Pito, but like every time we see um, UP up until now, he's just like chasing the butterfly, (laughs) hanging out, like being mad. Like, I don't know. He's just like kind of there. And now he's all of a sudden like, wait, I'm learning. And like this like 10 minute span, which is kind of a theme for these ants, I think. I don't know if it's not, I don't know if it's necessarily rushed. Um, I still like it. Um, I just find it interesting that (laughs) they're growing. (laughs) In, like, an episode or two's time, does that make sense? Like, I know there's a lot of shit to cover between, like, now and, and, like, later.
0: Yeah, I definitely think, um, they are moving way faster than a human could. And I think that's kind of, like, part of the theme of the mm, whole thing of, yeah. like, them becoming a new species and becoming their own civilization in such a compressed time. And that these creatures, uh, you know, like sharks or like, uh, octopi, Are born like you know knowing so much more instantly than a human being but they might not develop into the same thing in this case it's because you know their future might be cut off uh by like this existential threat of this human invasion and so it's kind of this idea of like these are literal children who are just possessed of incredibly sound and incredibly strong minds who are like you know like little kids people think of like little babies as like very static But every day they're forming, like, incredibly strong neural connections and, like, gaining in the ability to think and reason, like, in leaps and bounds in ways that if a fully grown human did would be terrifying. And so it's kind of like an extended childhood for these supernatural children. I guess that's true. They're literally, like, four months old. Like... Yeah. I think. I think they're like
1: <laughs> I think the timeline with it out of the Commander Anarch so far is like five months because they did have like a three month break, right? I was gonna say,
0: let's not even wager a guess, because I bet yeah. we're gonna be wildly wrong.
1: Yeah. I, I just remember there was like we have a break and then like
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, but they're yeah, they're literally infants. So I guess it makes sense. It actually makes sense. We're like, they're not human. I'm like, right, 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 that makes sense. They're not they're not gonna learn at the same pace humans do, so everything's accelerated, which I think is really kind of fun in that sense they're evolving before our eyes they're growing up so fast yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i do think it's interesting because like the ways in which they relate their reason and their emotions are very different because like poof and pito have like reasoning sides that are fully divorced from their emotions too but they are in conversation with their emotions Mm -hmm. while like i think yuppie specifically because he does not contain any human in him which they have gone out of their way to point out multiple times that's why he has this very weird relationship where he can like literally just subsume um
1: wait he doesn't have human in him
0: yeah he has absolutely no why human does he in have him. a
1: six-pack i think and, the idea was
0: i think the idea w- was that partially it's like he just kind of like became that way because of like maybe seeing everything around him because, like, if you look at him, he's able to transform into that amorphous blob. And so the way I interpret right. it is that he can be anything, and he chooses to be this. Got
1: it. He just wants to fit in. He he just wants I mean, the same yeah, pair makes... of pants that his friends have, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's also, like, a weird digitigrade, like, centaur at the same time, though. So yeah. it's, like, how, how fitting in are you?
1: Yeah, I guess. He just has, like, a human torso and face-ish. Like, not the coloring, but, like... <laughs>
0: yeah and so i i just interpreted it as like i i think i may have misstated that he's like a being of pure reason it's more like that he is a being of reason on top of animal instinct as opposed to reason on on top of a human mind so it's like if you built a separate tower to build something on rather than the same tower foundation that's more accurate yeah i find yuppie fascinating
1: yuppie's a lot of fun honestly with this fight it's a lot of like Two, should I say like two thousands? Like I'm fighting because I, I find it enjoyable, kind of
2: mm-hmm. fight it, you
1: know, like that Shonen vibe. It's really yeah. Dragon Ball Z, where it's like, yeah. I'm fighting because I want to this time. Because he ignores mm-hmm. everyone; he doesn't need to fight, right? Like, right. Like this whole thing.
0: Yeah, I I do think there's an evolution to the way he's going about things because mm-hmm. previously they talk about his exploding in rage and then like directly controlling it and then sort of that game between his reason and his rage and they've cited that as growth but later with Kula that's when he's first like oh I would normally hate fighting an uphill battle Mm -hmm. and now I want to and so I see what you're saying I think there's like multiple layers to it and it goes over like a time and it is all part of his like development and individuation but in an individuation that's very different from human beings and very different from the other ants. Yeah. Um so back to the uh weird uh B-Z-F fuck dungeon, uh European fuck dungeon. God.
1: Yeah. Um, European It's like um Solvang. If you ever been to Solvang, California, it's just like no, a little I'm not. it's a little town. <laughs> it's outdoors, but like it's just like a mini town in the middle of the random. It's fine. Go to Solvang. Actually don't because I hated it as a child. All
0: I feel right. I like
1: I've talked about it
0: strong strong hey this episode brought to you by Solvang or however you pronounce it um but I was gonna say I think it's interesting they find the uh you know writing of um of uh fucking Palm and um yeah like that whole thing is is interesting kind of like what's gonna happen to those women because it's just like I you know even in the best case scenario this place feels like it's just gonna be torn apart like I feel like unless you're evacuating those women this is not gonna be a good time for them
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do feel doomed from the start, <laughs> and yeah I found it in I think the fact that Palm had the insight to leave a message there means that she probably knew what she was doing was essentially a suicide mission. Mm-hmm. um, so it makes me think like probably no one realistically. Um, that isn't probably extraction team really has a great chance, like human wise. I mean, has a great chance of getting out of there. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, oh, it so it sucks for them. Oh man, can you imagine? You're being like forcefully recruited into like this weirdo sex cult, and then you, <laughs> and then you're gonna die by all these like ants. <laughs> yeah. And not even as like a direct like like casualties because yeah you're right at this point it's probably the they're so below underground it's, the only realistic thing that happened to them is either they're caught in the crossfire or everything's gonna physically collapse
0: <laughs> yeah i think so as much as togashi likes to go off on you know discursions and kind of like go off on like a tangent i actually kind of would have liked to have gone into the head of one of these women because like you know Obviously, these women have some level of agency in their life, too. And you see time and time again throughout history, courtesans who are like, I will die due to some court intrigue, but I will go to court because even that short life might be better than like the fucking serfdom I was experiencing to this point. And, like, I'm not therefore saying, like, hey, everyone should should want to be sold into sex slavery. More like a, oh, (laughs) I am curious the background of these particular women and, like, what it meant to them. We'll never get that story. Yeah. But it's interesting to think about because they could have come from a place where they were going to be executed the next day. And it's like, or you could, you know, live for a couple months in the palace. It's like, sign me up, baby.
1: Yeah. I think it's like a cool like a quick like half chapter on like somebody you know
0: yeah we got that shit about gyro that's never gonna pay off until i'm like you know 84 years old but yeah
1: (laughs) if it gets there yeah
0: (laughs) but we'll see so i'm thinking uh some of the other stuff that was interesting about this episode how the fuck did bloster not okay the code system why does it only ask a code when you go up the elevator that seems like a fucking mistake
1: no you know that's how hotels work
0: So, yes, but that's because they're taking you from the main floor up, while Uh this is taking you from the main floor down. Hmm. So, in a certain way, it's the opposite of how hotels work.
2: I wonder, because I also thought that seemed like a big issue as well. I mean, maybe it's with the idea that this isn't necessarily a safe haven as much as it is somewhere to be in prison. I mean, obviously, that's how you can see with the women um yeah but if anyone i don't know managed to find themselves going down then they would be stuck there and then i feel like that would probably like maybe that's the idea behind it
0: yeah for sure but like the thing is the elevator goes i think the elevator should have a code both directions because you can drive into that floor because there's a long access tunnel from outside from driving into the mountain And, like, they say that's how they brought the women in. They didn't bring them in through the main floor of the palace. And so, like, realistically, you would want a code going both ways. But I'm going to put myself in Bezev's head for a second. And I guess maybe he just doesn't want to have to do fucking code entry on the way down from his office but then doesn't want any of the scrubs going into the main palace. But it feels like if any of the humans who serve the place went into the main palace, they would just get fucking murdered. So yeah, even putting myself in BZF shoes, having it have a code one way and not the other doesn't make any sense.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Um,
1: I just found didn't... it funny. He didn't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wait, huh? Oh,
1: okay. I Whoopsie. <laughs> like
0: yeah i <laughs> i like how even ikal goes a little bit shocked he's like i guess he, he didn't, didn't know, know about that
1: <laughs> yeah. okay switch plans new plan <laughs> Figure yeah. out
2: because uh, at first i thought it's like is it a need to know sort of thing or did he just forget
0: i feel he didn't know yeah. um have you seen monty python and the holy grail yeah you know the part where they have tim the enchanter and he's asking them all questions and If they get them wrong, they get flung into the fucking gorge and die.
2: Kind of.
0: So basically, he's asking these questions. He's like, "Riddle me these. Uh, no, like, riddle me these answers, three or or some shit like that." And then one of the he's like, "What is the you know airborne velocity of a coconut laden swallow or whatever?" And then one of the other characters, having recently met someone who uh knew about both african and european swallows was like it was it african or european and then tim the enchanter is like i actually don't know that and then he gets (laughs) flung off the cliff and dies (laughs) and i'm just imagining that's kind of what happened to bloster here it's like (laughs) i'm gonna use this situation to my advantage wait no i'm not
1: (laughs) just kidding
0: um speaking of numbers and not knowing them Uh, when knuckle was talking about uh oh yeah it's been five minutes his debt is now seven thousand i was just thinking to myself like i kind of want to run these numbers but i don't (laughs) remember the formula he did for his insurance uh, for his apr shit and i'm just going to take him on his word that this is correct
1: (laughs) and i mean if uh joe if you're not willing to do the math i don't think anyone is willing to do the math for (laughs) this very specific thing that we see in this one anime
0: (laughs) It's, it's less unwillingness to do the math and more just that I, like, ran out of time. So I was like, I could look this up.
1: Oh, you do want to do the math? Like you actually Kind do of, want yeah. To do it's it.
0: eating at my soul.
1: <laughs> is it an African swallow or an American swallow?
0: I thought you were going to say, is it an African soul? And I'm like, I don't know where this is going. But anyways.
1: I was talking about the, bur- the birds? Was it a swallow? Yes. I don't
0: know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, Knuckle then notes that he thinks that Yuppie could pay it back in one hit. Which I do think is interesting that, like, they fully acknowledge, like, oh, yeah, Yuppie could totally murk us. Oh, so one thing I think was interesting that was in the, as far as I could tell, this was only in the anime. Um, I normally don't bring up manga differences until the manga section. But when uh, Knuckle was about to die right before the whole Narukami thing, you see a rose come into screen and start coming apart which i initially aspired uh, which i initially uh understood as was like oh this is a metaphor for knuckle dying or like about to die but then i'm like wait is this a fucking tuxedo mask reference because that's when Kula shows up and does narukami and i'm like oh my god this is a fucking tuxedo mask reference
2: i you gotta love a power couple man you just gotta yeah little easter eggs I mm-hmm. love that <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know the the fight will even end with like, a you didn't do anything."
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, oh yeah, so it it is next episode because the last note I have for this one is Kilo appears at the top of the pit.
2: He's <laughs> just there. Yeah, I was like, "Oh man, that's like," um, I I liked Kilo's entrance because it felt like this is the kind of. Tr- like 12 year old tween energy that's like if i'm like a superpower what there's like a specific phrase in japanese where it describes like the power fantasies of like tweens
0: is it a uh, chunibyo
2: yes exactly in i was a... like I'm, that's giving that kind of energy the power can... fantasy of
1: tweens
0: wait explain this
2: it, it it's like it's this
0: like second year energy is that what it is it's
2: some. it's like this I don't want to say stereotype or trope where, because, like, you know, kids, especially running around their time, they're, like, just before they're teenagers Mm -hmm. tend to, like, understandably their brains are wired that they kind of center the world around themselves so like if you find like characters in animes that are a little bit on the younger side and they tend to be very boastful and very like i'm the main character syndrome (laughs) (laughs) then they 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 embody that there felt like Kila felt like that but in a way that he had the power to back it up. <laughs>
1: yeah, in a way that he was the main character.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was the main character at that moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So the it's uh, on the fly cultural lesson, but when, by that I mean I'm going to read the first paragraph of this Wikipedia article. Uh, Tunibio is a Japanese colloquial term typically used to describe early teens who have grandiose delusions, who desperately want to stand out, and who have convinced themselves that they have hidden knowledge or secret powers. It translates to second year syndrome, aka of middle school, second year. It's sometimes called eighth grader syndrome in the United States in the context of localizations of anime which feature the concept as a significant plot element.
1: I really do feel like that does describe either me or like people around me at the time. Like like, (laughs) even though we're not Japanese, but like that whole like the world centers around like me and my ideas and like the what I do, like I'm the the main character right I think yeah the kids call the kids nowadays say main characters i'm sure and like i wonder in like later translations like newer anime when they use like junibio like they'll use
0: main character
1: syndrome or something yeah. like that oh I, think, I, I
0: think that's more common nowadays yeah
2: i it's one of those things where i feel like it's very interesting to see but then it's also a little bit like on the concerning side when people start describing like random people in the background as npcs oh yeah that's freaking weird man (laughs) that is something people are doing now like people were
1: i know the the, the trend like on be real came up and like people would like be like oh look at the npcs maybe like brown people be like service workers oh no at a restaurant yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i have like Mixed feelings about this whole thing because I don't think it's a coincidence that the society that came up with that term is also like highly highly uh conformist, yeah, uh, and so it's often used as a critique to squelch someone's desire, even if it's you know mis misbegotten for individuality mm-hmm. and like so I think that while yeah, there obviously are people who are delusional idiots, I think that this the overuse of this term is like really dangerous yeah yeah um, like runs counter to a lot of not only that but like a lot of good messages about individuation like Mm -hmm. the whole idea of mob psycho being like you're the main character of your own life obviously keep in mind the second part of your own life not of society yeah but like i think that you can obviously strike a balance there but i just like worry how much people over leverage this critique of people who are just slightly different than them
1: yeah like in in the culture that it
0: is from exactly yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I could see that where instead of like it's it's not it's not like a compliment or it's not just like a silly kids. It's like a this is a bad like it's negative to to have this trait like right. inherently. Except for we probably don't think of it as negative. It's just more cringy. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, for okay. us
1: it's like oh, guy, guys, yeah, young, like you'll learn. But I wonder if I wonder because I don't know. I wonder if it's more like an actual negative. Um, at least previously in the past when, like, they first started using this term. I don't know if now it could have changed.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, this is maybe saying that we could research, but I that was, I just wanted to say that just because, like, I definitely feel mixed about that. And it's obviously possible to hold those two at the same time. It's just I wanted to be able to give it voice.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Because I, I would think, like, um, Even here in America, I feel like whenever people bring up, like, main character syndrome, and even given our very individualistic culture, when it comes to children, a lot of the times that's discouraged in the sense that, I don't know, adults like kids who are easy to, out of sight, out of mind, and then when they start, I don't know, voicing their own thoughts and opinions... It becomes a problem so I see like a lot of people who bring up that and I would say this is like a millennial thing when millennials are like I don't care I don't know what these Gen Z alphas are and like back in my day like I didn't have any character syndrome aka I didn't voice my opinions um like they did and I was like no that's not true bro you definitely voice your opinions in one way or another we all do <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just at this point you're on the other side and you feel either confused or threatened by it
1: or you didn't voice your opinions and you just regret it you know what i mean like yeah like maybe you did keep quiet and like that's not necessarily a positive in a lot of situations right
2: there's a balance yeah yeah and not that doesn't really have to do with anything with the scene with (laughs) keela now that i think about it (laughs) Because he's probably one of the most like emotionally cognizant people of others around him, and this entire, oh, at least for all the younger characters. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um,
0: but uh, I'll just discuss the manga differences a little bit, and then we can kind of talk a little bit more about this episode if we haven't covered it already with the discussion of an unrelated pseudo medical <laughs> pseudo pseudo psychological symptom. Um, but uh so in the manga, Ikalgo while trying to focus on the mission, uh like says saying uh like as it's cutting away from him driving away in the car, it says Ikalgo, while trying to focus on his mission, knew a part of him hadn't give up on given up on Palm's rescue. And I kinda wish that was in the anime. It's like an interesting detail about his empathy that's just like not in the anime. Uh another thing that was interesting, when they show Yupi's pit and knuckle running into it as he's about to faux explode, faux explode, if you will. Uh, It just shows the background of the pit as this, like, psychedelic, like, visualization. And I'm just like, all right, Microsoft Visualizer. It's a Microsoft Media Player Visualizer in here. Let's go. So in this, in the manga version, the explosion reversion is, like, legit. Just, like, Yuppie just kind of shrinks. And it's just as opposed to in the anime where he turns into this, like, amorphous vortex of, like, flesh. And, like, so it just kind of looks like the uh, Incredible Hulk shrinking right before he's going to punch him. (laughs) Um, so another thing that I think is interesting that I really like is so you know how there's the implication like oh Kula the reason he was undetected was because he jumped away from Melioron right as he did the lightning strike in the manga they actually just show him jump off Melioron. <laughs>
2: <laughs> bye <laughs> uh, I,
0: also there's a volume change here so in this uh, new volume there's like this really awesome picture of Netero that I will share to the Instagram that's pretty sick Uh, I meant to show these to my uh, co-hosts, but uh, we ran out of time with planning for this episode. Um, They also, in the beginning of that volume, uh, there's a picture of a tiny baby rabbit in the style that Togashi draws, uh, you know, Naoko. And it just says, we had a second child.
2: Aww. (laughs)
0: There's
1: another one. Yeah. How how old are these kids, if it was 2000...
0: Are they, like, our age? Uh, I don't think they're, like, our age, but, well, actually our age is probably a misnomer anyways yeah. but
2: 20 are, are <laughs> like they like something like night late 90s babies like, yeah. or 90s yeah, I babies th-
0: i think one of them's a late 90s baby maybe early 2000s baby
1: mm. they can drink mm. now well yeah
0: probably. maybe oh in japan yeah in I, japan.
1: Guess. Well, I mean it's 20 it's not that the the drinking age isn't that far off from the bear oh. drinking age it's didn't hot-touch. it used to be 18 nope um hatachi is like the year i don't well maybe i don't know but for for what i know um it's it's 20 because hatachi is like a special year it has like a special word right um and that's the year you become an adult what is the ha um,
0: and hatachi because i'm assuming the tachi is the plural marker so
1: i don't know um because the way you count in japanese it'd be like Oh my god, I can't remember. Like, niu, like twenty, like ju would be like twenty, but you don't use it. Like a ju each, like yeah. The twenty is just a special word, and I don't remember. They they probably told me way back when, <laughs> but it's like you, your special years are three, five, seven, I think, and that or no seven.
0: Okay, so prime numbers until you get to twenty. I think
1: so. No, there's like Children's Day, and when you're like, there's like three ages, and I cannot remember what it is, and then you your childhood, your your kid. Junibio, like, you're fine. And then (laughs) you hit 20, and then you're an adult. Um, Oh, Japanese
0: Bar Mitzvah.
1: Japanese Bar Mitzvah is at either, I think, either 11. It's like 11, 7, and 5. Oh, maybe they are prime numbers. Hold on.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: I'm Googling Children's Day, because they have a... I was so mad when I found out about Children's Day. Like, I never got a day.
0: Well, while you're doing (laughs) that, I'll explain my last note for the manga differences. There's a part where... uh, There's a part where Yuppie literally says... while he's, like, referencing... How he's not able to fight off Kila, he's like, aura is deep. (laughs) It's deep. Because I think it's in reference to, he's like, this guy's like only one-tenth my strength and I can't fucking stop him. And like I think it's in reference to how he's using electricity and his fast movement to actually be able to briefly overpower Yuppie. But uh, yeah, I guess... While we're waiting for Megan to figure that out, uh, I forgot we're two Hannahs down at this point.
1: <laughs> and um, later and a regular, a new, regu- our, our good Hannah.
0: Yeah, Better Hannah. <laughs> good <laughs> Hannah and evil Hannah. Um, yeah, Sarah, like, what did you think of the episode?
2: Yeah, I I liked it. I thought it was really interesting to see, um, I think, the strategies behind Yuki and Knuckle, just how they basically mirrored each other um and then also more into like what a was doing because it was cool to see him do basically i think more of a spy-esque sort of situation because
0: if patrick yeah. was here it would just be all metal gear solid references right
2: now oh i yeah true i was thinking Yay. more like because i recently watched andor and oh. It, it, oh, not not to spoil too much but it's like a spy thriller um take on star wars so i was more like thinking along those lines and when like, does it oh take my...
0: place in the timeline is it pre the battle of yavin
2: um it's i think so so it takes place five years before rogue one
0: yeah oh, um, okay so it's them getting the plans for rogue one
2: no it's, it's, it's setting it because it's pr- it's it shows basically how um his diego luna's character cassian starts from oh his name a Amor. regular guy <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, a Diego Andor freedom fighter basically
0: hmm. interesting
2: um it, yeah it's like his whole
1: life before but like it's also like Diego Luna's like aging like a normal person right so like I, I have trouble with <laughs> my brain being like he's younger in this one than he was in uh, yeah yeah he,
2: I, they don't really do anything to make him look Which younger I, I kind of
1: appreciate because I mean he's probably gonna look relatively the same from right. day one to like but there is a point where it's like 10 years earlier and it's just Yes, Diego Luna. <laughs> like, I
0: yeah, you guys are missing the really important part that uh, Benjamin Button takes place in the same universe as Star Wars. Oh, and so he actually just has Benjamin Button disorder, and you just couldn't tell in the first movie.
1: <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. um Yeah, because he's in that he's in that sweet spot where like it yeah. makes, it's all good. It's not yeah. weird at all. Um, he's
0: like
2: vaguely in his late thirties, early forties, <laughs> maybe mid forties. <40s. laughs>
0: oh yeah the benjamin button age
2: (laughs) um so i actually got the
1: days mixed up so there is children's day which is a thing but then there's it's shichi san, which is like it's seven five and three those are the years that are like very fancy for kids um and then you you know there's like festivals and stuff and then hatachi i think there is also a there's a festival where all my because a lot of my friends turn 20 when i there's like a government ceremony it happens like once a year. I think it's, like, the second or first of the year, something like that, where when you turn 20, if you turn 20 that, if you had turned 20 previously or turned 20 after, I can't remember it's one or the other, you all got into a room with, like, all of anyone 20 in your, like, prefecture, um, and, like, they would, like, anoint you as 20 years old. <laughs> That's a really poor explanation Yo, of this, I this, get like cultural, this cultural practice. Um But basically, a lot of people wore, like, traditional outfits. Uh, boys wore either... Um, i don't remember what the it's not um it's not a kimono for men it's something else they would either wear the traditional garb or they could just wear a suit um and then women same thing most most of them most people i saw chose to wear wear a um a kimono or was it kimono yeah because i think it's in the winter Mm. so yeah you get it like it's a fancy celebration it's a really big deal um but i think it's um it's really formal when you turn 20 um i think it's optional or was that graduation
0: I kind of wish we had something like that. Also, I, I would really like to be anointed at some point.
1: Yeah. For just anything. Yeah, but we all get to, to choose to do what oil it is. Oh, <laughs> that's just a massage, uh, Joe. You get to choose the oil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just go to
0: massage parlor and just tell them, please anoint me.
1: Anoint me. And they're like, uh, sir, we don't do that here.
0: Yeah, they're like, yeah, we, uh, sir, we're legally obliged to call 911 uh, after what you just said.
1: Yeah, we're, we hate this. <laughs>
0: um yeah so uh let's i forgot to write the stuff in the middle also wow we have a third hannah here (laughs) hi uh what did you think of uh episode 118 while i look up the names of the patrons who who we have
2: um i really liked it um i think as usual like the when all the episodes right now have been really high tension um yeah i'm glad ikalgo i was really worried about him in this episode so i'm glad he (laughs) managed to get out of there and like escape and everything um yeah i think those were what really stuck out to me and um yeah
0: (laughs) nice well cool thanks for joining uh (laughs) But, uh, you know, between this and the next episode, I'd like to thank our patrons, uh, Tim, Mia, Hanaro, Arthur, Valteri, Mickey, Alexander, Lucas. And that's the end of the list. I apparently don't know how to scroll. <laughs> if you'd like to make that list longer, feel free. But the ones who are here currently, thank you so much. You help make this show uh, possible and better. <laughs> superhero stuff you should know go deeper than you've gone before into your favorite comic book films storylines and characters superhero stuff you should know I'm part of the hyper x podcast network <laughs> come on in take a seat what are you having well of course i've heard of hair at the Dogcast. that's the podcast that talks about video games and beer For all of the latest gaming headlines, craft beer reviews, retro games, modern games, series retrospectives, console studies, and on occasion, extremely hungover discussions on the lore of Kingdom Hearts, make sure to check out Hair of the Dogcast, part of the HyperX Podcast Network.
2: All right, so now we're on episode 119, Strong or Weak, or in Japanese, Suyoi Ka Yo originally it was released in japan on march 5th 2014 the equivalent manga chapters are 281 through 283 which were released in japan on october sixth, two
0: 2008 question uh, megan mm-hmm. the the ka the at the beginning at the end of each of those are mm-hmm. Is that something that makes it into a comparison, or are those part of the expression?
1: So, usually, when I see, like, so, again, I apologize for anyone who knows Japanese better, um, but ka is usually the ending, like, a question mark. It's literally, like, a question mark. So, like, oh. desu like, um, ka, like, isho ishoka, like, let's oh, go. Like, it's okay. either, like, like, it's a question mark. So... Um, I'm assuming it's strong, weak. um Like would be that like makes sense. Uh, translation, but we've never used those question mark because like it's a word, right? In Japanese versus like a literal annotation. Yeah. um So I wonder if that's it. There could be a more advanced grammar thing that I'm not picking up, but the fact that it's at the end, I I really do think it's like tsuika. Like, are you like strong, weak, like questioning versus um, yeah yeah that makes sense <laughs> i
0: was wondering because it reminded me of a chinese grammar construction which mm-hmm. is like um hai, mm, hai," which means like yes uh, no like he, yeah uh is or not is oh and so i was wondering if it was something like that and i guess the answer is it is something like that yeah. but not the one i thought it was
1: yeah yeah so you're not far off with the, the chinese comparison i think um it's interesting because i never noticed they did this at any point in time like this is the most x's i've seen <laughs> <laughs> in the name just in case you guys are curious it's to your x x y x Ka. so it's it's three it's an extra x <laughs> two x's too many x's
0: yeah it's the sequel to that trip uh it's the sequel to that uh, vin diesel movie from back in the day
1: <laughs> triple x
0: yeah <laughs> i love the- I- you don't want to know I- what they do in this movie
1: i watched the the ice cube version oh my first. God. And I loved that version. I was like, this is the best. And then when I we went to watch Triple X, I was like, who the fuck is this bald dude? I don't like it anymore. <laughs> like who is this <laughs> man? <laughs> I don't cool. like him.
0: That is pretty weird to have watched the sequel first. Yeah. Of that A specific of, series. Well,
1: because like when you think about it, when we were growing or when I was growing up, and I guess I was gonna you did, say- too <laughs> when well, we were we're not that far apart. I joke about it, but we're actually all not that far apart in age. Um like you didn't have like Netflix you did have, you technically did have Netflix Netflix did exist but it was the DVD version yeah. so like if you went to go to a movie with your parents and you didn't see the first one you would just show up to the second movie because it was like or you rented it I guess you could go to Blockbuster and rent it but like it wasn't like I could catch up on all the things I missed from the theater all the time it was just like well it's it's either it's on TV or you go to watch the movie I think oh, this one is it's on that. TV situation where I'm like well I'm not gonna it's either this or CNN so <laughs> what else am i gonna watch
0: no i feel that the only reason that i drew a uh, distinction between our age there is because like i was the right age to have seen the first one
1: <laughs> yeah in and... theaters by yourself like
0: maybe not by myself i forget exactly when it came out but like i could have i think my cousins went and saw it, and i was like i'm good
1: yeah going to see movies with your cousins is a formative experience in no the i love doing that
0: but i think i just didn't want to see that one
1: <laughs> <laughs> why really feels like that would be up your alley though like an um, action movie not a, I not think little, I only joe. little joe you know you got into western
0: a action movies when i got older i think i was mm. like way more into like chinese action movies as a kid
1: you were even you're a hipster even then <laughs>
0: <laughs> lol <laughs> anyways sarah take away uh, take it away
2: all right so the episode starts with knuckle going back for shoot um but when he tries to find him um she is suddenly missing and then we go back to Kilua and he's just walking down the crater like a badass. And he decides to take out his frustration on Yuppie um, using his God Speed ability. So, from what I understand, there's components to this God Speed ability. So, and he's using the whirlwind part, and with it, he's able to instantly dodge and preemptively counterattack any of his enemies moves that are essentially pre-programmed like I don't know it was like giving me like is this like a machine learning AI sort of experience but with (laughs) none
0: sort of I'll get into it later
2: um so UP is unable to really do much in this fight except basically take a beating but he still finds this new development actually very exciting Um, But Kewa's godspeed ability has a time limit that wears out, so he escapes with Meloronon's help, um, leaving Yuppie just kind of pissed off and unsatisfied, basically. (laughs) Um, Back underground, um, Bloster struggles um, trying to... Exit through the elevator since he doesn't have a passcode. Um, he ends up just blasting through the door, um, which complicates Okago's plans. Who want who wanted to try to get rid of him. Um, so he Okago hides in the monitor room. Um, he tries to trap Bolster, um, who is able to see through the trap and. He Then Akaku comes up with a final big brain plan to basically take this tank, use it to block the elevator door, and light the inside on fire, creating a smoke to cover his tracks and also prevents Blaster from entering the elevator and escape by sheeting um, down the ceiling. Um, so with that, he lets the sleeping gas um, fill the room and do its thing, um, and then moves out to take out Bloster for good, except he can't do it. The little dude doesn't have it in him to kill anyone, um, so he runs and hides in the monitoring room and basically cries about his weakness. Um, then... We're back at the central tower where Morel is second guessing what his next move should be, unsure um, whether to attack or not. And that's it. It's
0: an interesting episode. Um, I really like the Kilo parts for a lot of reasons, but one of which is like, so I think they explain this a little bit. I think they explain it similarly in the manga and anime, but because in the manga, you can like legit, like reread it. They talk about the way he uses that power that, so he's, it's less like a machine learning because it's not actually changing. It's more like old school AI before machine learning existed where it's based on rules. And so he's basically Uh. pre-programmed in a bunch of instant responses that worked based on electricity. And the idea being that his electrical connections since they engulf his body can actually form, can actually short circuit and allow him to make movements many times faster than he could by relying on human neurons. Which is similar to what he did in the battle against those two incest, like, the two incest twins.
1: Incest (laughs) twins. The Folgers incest
0: fish commercial. It's Folgers
1: in your cup. Um, They're the worst twins ever. Tommy will maybe giggle at that. If you've ever seen Euro Trip, um from the 2000s with Michelle Trachtenberg.
2: Oh, my God. Oh my God. Spoiler I know what you're talking alert. about. Oh, no.
0: I have not thought about that in a while.
1: Or <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. And spoiler alert. Two oh twins. Game of Thrones up in there by accident. Oh, no. Worst twins ever. Anyway, I don't remember where that's going. Uh, so, don't <laughs>
2: <end> <laughs>
0: So I looked up the two components and uh, I wanted to know their Japanese names um, because I was just kind of curious. So the whirlwind one, I was kind of wondering this because, so for anyone who doesn't know, the literal translation of Naruto Shippuden is Naruto, like the whirlwind chronicles or the whirlwind legend. And so it's, it's actually Shippu Jinrai. I don't know what the Jinrai part is, but the Shippu part, I guess makes sense given my initial assumption. Um, meanwhile, the lightning speed one is uh, Denko Seka, which means speed of lightning. So I'm, I, you know, I think the translation is like a 100% thing there. But like, I just wanted to look that one up. So yeah, I think these powers are interesting. And uh, if I remember correctly, Kula is a transmuter. I think right. Mm-hmm. I think I think he is. I'm just gonna bet on that. And if uh, anyone can disprove me. Uh, I don't know, I'll send you toilet paper or something. We just got all that stocked up from many moons ago. But uh, the reason I bring it up is, this is a spoiler if I were to actually explain it, but there are other transmuters with similar abilities, um, one of whom is debatably canon. (laughs) Um, Because they're from that, like, Hisoka prequel manga that was not made by Togashi, but, like, he has not said is explicitly non-canon even though he acknowledges it's existing so the ability of transmuters to pre-program movements into their nen is a known thing but i think this is the first time it shows up in canonical material which i think is kind of cool oh uh, another thing mm-hmm. about that i think i mentioned it last time but this is where Up kind of has the thing where like oh each of these attacks is less than a tenth of tenth of my own strength but you know he's powerless to stop it and um, I think this is interesting because it demonstrates the ways in which I really like Hunter Hunter's Hunter's, uh, you know, like, battle system because it allows for, like, a lot of creativity because it brings in the idea of electricity but not in, like, the element charts way but in, like, the literal way that it affects, like, nerves and muscles. So, like, Kilo is, like, repeatedly tasing him while also beating the shit out of him. So the reason he can't move is because he's getting tased at the same time. And that is, like, a change of type in a way that is like really strategically interesting. And it's not the only time you see it, especially because that's literally the nature of transmuter power.
2: Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And it's less cliche because like most times when in most, especially anime, when they have electricity powers, it's like yellow and kilowatt is like a bright white, which is one, a character design choice, but actually literally makes sense. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because it's like actual lightning. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I do think it's interesting how there is a consistent... um, So Kilo is like a really perfect fighter in a lot of ways. But the one thing that he's not great about is that he's not good at conserving energy and never really has been. Like, so here you definitely see it. You see it, like, really badly here. But then there's also the time where they talked about his ability to do N, and he fucking sucks at N. And that's because it requires a lot of the ability to just keep up a veil of energy, and he can't do it.
2: Yeah. Some people just like to go balls off the wall and, and just for, like, five minutes. Or, like, he's kind of like a cheetah where they just <laughs> use all their speed <laughs> In short bursts, and then wow. he the, slow like down.
1: Hippo, no hippos can withstand. Um, <laughs>
2: <if> you, <laughs> I'm
1: getting back into no, jujitsu, no. so everything is my in my brain is like jujitsu. But like I was rolling with this kid, like literal kilo age kid because I'm a, <laughs> I'm not a full heighted adult, um, <laughs> and it reminded me of what you were saying like short bursts, really strong, but like very fast. Um, mm. And I and I was exhausted, just like. <laughs> trying to keep up with the kid um they really they really got me uh but like that's how that's how i think um i think i think that's kind of an interesting move for um kilo like lightning is fast right but i like how there is like that built-in weakness of like you're sprinting it's not you're not doing Mm -hmm. a marathon you're not kind of you're parsing things out it's like you're quick and done and like really fast um so yeah And I think
0: it makes sense with the way that he was raised where he was basically taught to stay in the shadows, observe his target, and wait for the perfect moment to strike. And so it kind of, even though he is no longer an assassin, you're not going to not only forget that training in the blink of an eye, but you're not going to come up with, like, an entirely new school of thought in the blink of an eye.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Because I think it's with the Zoldics, kind of like when um, you're talking about... Always oh, forget Silver, Sil- Silva. Silvia, Silva, and um, what's the dad's name?
0: No, Silva is the dad.
2: Oh, what's the grandpa's name? Zeno, Zeno, and Silva. They're talking about how they don't do anything unnecessary in terms mm. of kills. That probably also extends to energies as well, not spending an yeah. es- unnecessary energy
1: to like keep your elbows in.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: And like, uh, what's it called? Um, like, cook. You're just like kind of chilling, like real, real clean and tight.
0: First, I thought you were like talking about how to lean like a cholo, and I was like, yeah, I guess that's one way to describe <laughs> no, no, no. the, the zodiac style. Elbows
1: up and then side to side.
0: Oh, that's true. It yeah, elmo- it's elbows not side
1: to side. In side, to side.
0: <laughs> yeah, elbows inside to side is a uh, some sort of muay thai stance. But we can everyone,
1: everyone, please do it. Elbows in and then go side to side.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. You guys can't see it, but we're all doing it. By all, I mean everyone but Sarah. I'm going to assume that Patrick who's not here is doing it in spirit. Uh,
2: yeah, I thought, for as short as it was, that was like a very interesting heart of the episode. I thought it was a great way to kind of start things off too. I think in comparison where Kilua felt his part of like the whole overall battle against the ants, his part felt successful compared to, let's say, Knuckle, um, and relatively easy compared to, let's say, what Okago has to go through, because Okago felt, his thing just felt really stressful, like, I really enjoyed it because it really showed how, um, just his thought process, and I thought he did some things that were really clever. Um, but a lot of his like either insecurities kind of played into it as well because he tried to be what would be considered probably most pragmatic by killing the enemy, but he wasn't able to do it and then punish himself by saying he was weak. But in a lot of other perspectives, you would think he's doing probably what's stronger and more hard by not killing. So I thought his... the episode i really liked it
0: i do too generally i it was interesting when he was laying out why he had to do it he's like oh yeah any enemy who gets up there is more danger for the other guys and i was thinking to myself it's like i'm pretty sure the other guys could just like kill blaster pretty fast so like while (laughs) you're right in the general sense like i don't think he's that much more of a threat meanwhile he's a huge fucking threat to you
2: it felt like a little bit of her rejection. <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't think Vloster's like that. You You're right, point. He's not that powerful. Um, but Chicago probably just thinks like in terms of himself. Like he, the danger he feels is probably what he'll think the others will face.
0: Yeah. So I don't think it was. I don't think it was selfish. I think it's a bit unrealistic. But I don't think he's like an asshole for it. I think he's he's in the right in do- wanting to help other people.
2: Mm-hmm. I think he was kind of doing the thing where he was over worrying and overthinking similar to like how Kilawa just earlier took out those two ants for no reason because he was, he, he instinctively was worried about Okago.
0: That's, that's a good read. Yeah. It's very much uh over helping. Yeah
2: hmm Yeah, no, I I liked it because I think the idea of like locking the elevator with the tank. Cause I thought he was just gonna try and run him over and that's it.
0: <laughs> so when I was rereading it, when I saw the tiniest bit of room between the two, I'm like, oh yeah, dude's an octopus, he's just gonna go through. And uh spoilers, I actually love Octopi, so that's why I immediately jumped on like, oh yeah, he's just gonna squeeze through. Um <laughs> i was gonna say i actually stopped eating octopi but i don't think it has anything to do with hunter hunter i just think i stopped eating octopi because so I, are
1: they too smart like you're yeah like that's too exactly my prairie. reason so i
0: stopped eating pig and octopi for that reason really meanwhile cows are fucking dumb
1: great oh. eat the stupid animals <laughs> um are pigs smart damn because i fucking
0: love pork. pigs are very smart pigs are like oh, at least as like at least as smart as dogs
1: it's just they don't have like the
0: I, the, you're the making a hand gesture.
1: <laughs> the, the, the feet? <laughs> to do dexterous things so he can't tell they're smart?
0: Um, I I think some of it has to do with, like, hey, we bred dogs to do human tasks, like, do things we ask them to, while well, pigs are smart of their own accord. They're not going to do what we want them to. And so yeah. they're not useful smart is the reason that we, like, eat them. Disregard
1: them. Shit. Yeah. Well, they also... Fucking tasty. Oh, yeah. I, I, I will not... I'm not gonna like call
0: anyone out for eating, eating these, a pig. nor yeah, am I no, going no. to say like these don't taste good. Like I, every time I go to a place that has good octopus, I'm like, fuck, I you can't. already killed it. I could just, I could Eat, do it. I
1: could, yeah. Like it's, <laughs> I'm not really affecting. You. To be fair, I don't think you're holding up the octopus economy, even if you convinced everyone you knew. Oh uh, yeah, to stop no, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's a, a personal a, thing. Yeah.
0: At a at a like international level, it's a meaningless gesture. Like right. you'd have to reform yeah. the whole world. But yeah, like it's, it's just thing. for my own personal. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I, I feel that, because when I learned octopus was smart, I'm too selfish to do that, so <laughs> I'm still going to eat it. But, like, um, are squid dumb? Please tell me squid are dumb.
0: So some squid are intelligent. Some squid are very intelligent, too. So mm. I've been looking into how stupid cuttlefish are, because I'm like, man, if cuttlefish <laughs> are stupid, I can get in on this.
1: <laughs> I like how this is really how a, a piece of how Joe's brain works. If it's smart, can't eat. Like... <laughs> if you you rank a a animal's importance based on how intelligent it is which i think is an interesting philosophy but that gives a lot of insight to you joe as a person yeah
0: (laughs) because you're very educated i yeah i guess there's maybe some of that projection but i was thinking of it more just in terms of like yeah man they could be something
1: (laughs) they could be they could they could have cured cancer but we wouldn't know because we ate it
0: yeah, this pig, this pig could have, I don't know, he could have done great things. This pig could have formed a new society based on ancient Egypt.
1: Oh, gosh. If only he could get his thumbs to be opposable.
0: I don't know why, but I assumed you were about to say if only he could get his GED. And I'm <laughs> like, I don't know what get that's get about.
1: <laughs> Everyone to go to college. Miss yeah. <laughs> Piggy to college. Charlotte's Web. Wait, didn't that pig die? Or no, the spider no, died. Babe?
0: Yeah, the spider died. The
1: spider died. Did Babe die?
0: I mean, eventually all things die unless he got immortality Did somehow. Did Chicken Run but... die? Yeah. Johnny they're making Chicken a, Run?
1: They're making second. They're making a second one. Chicken Run 2. Back in the coup.
0: Back in the habit? Yeah. Oh,
2: my God. Wow. <laughs> chicken Run 2. Back I in feel the like habit. that's such a good... A deep cut into, like, animation history. and surprise surprised that it would have a, 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 a sequel second. of sorts.
1: I mean, I guess, like, Sean the Sheep has, like, a freaking movie.
0: Or not Sean the, the Sheep. What the fuck is Sean the Sheep? Sean the Sheep? Is Sean the Sheep? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Sean <laughs>
1: the No, you guys know what Sean the Sheep is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See? See? It's just you, joke because you're old. Um. <laughs> I apologize. It's
0: all good. Um. But. But uh, anyways, um, so can we talk about how uh, fucking Ikalgo reaches into a desk and just finds a bunch of random shit and is like, I don't know, I'm going to MacGyver this shit into something.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. The thing? like, was like, like well, what if I do this? <laughs> it's like, I got to think, I got to come up with something quick, and he comes up with a smoke bomb. It's like, where did you? see, where does he know this? <laughs>
0: I don't know, maybe from his like human memories he remembers watching MacGyver.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's the only channel he got in the in the NRA in the NGL was MacGyver. (laughs) (laughs) And like the Teletubbies.
2: The two the two shows. Yeah. That's why it's like me, this episode, like if I didn't like a Call Go before, I really like him now. I just thought he pulled off a lot of like very clever things that were just really fun to watch yeah like he was stressed the hell out like i felt bad for him but i was very thoroughly entertained
0: (laughs) oh same i also just love he's very cute and the way he walks around is very cute because he uses two (laughs) tentacles as tiny legs and then two tentacles as arms and then the other tentacles are like a cape
1: (laughs) yeah yeah they just kind of and before he it's i love one of the my favorite design things that i love about ikalko is that they used a fight with Kiloa essentially to build his character more because like th- his legs are right or no
2: didn't
0: yeah no i mean isn't they that definitely what happened do that. Did yeah, he, they...
2: he sh- kind of was just crawling on all eats like this and yeah then and then like he... he cut off two tentacles
1: right yeah and then now he's walking on those two tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> he's walking on open wounds gross uh, oh, oh boy <laughs> Well, he's also able
0: to turn one of his tentacles into a gun so i don't know what that says I was, about. yeah that was like, also
2: another I thing i was part, like yeah. where where did this come from No, so that was
0: there in his first appearance but <laughs> oh, he was using right. a dead corpse to get the fleas off of it to use the fleas as bullets but now he can just make bullets out of octopus flesh and i'm like are these more or less powerful
2: <laughs> i don't know maybe there's something you said when it's it comes from you the power <laughs> um but yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
0: When it <laughs> comes to you, the power, <laughs> the power,
2: the power. <laughs> like self self made octopus. Um, Cause yeah, I just thought that was really clever in the sense that octopus can regenerate their own limbs. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like a lizard tail. Take it one step further, and <laughs> he could turn into like a a rifle. <laughs>
0: I guess. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we end this. We end it with uh, Morel just like looking at like uh, Poof's pupa, and he's like, I don't know. What the fuck should I do about this? He's like, Is this a trap or did I reactivate activate the trap? Am I in a trap? It, like, is this whole situation a trap? It's very much just like someone trying to reason through like a Joseph Joestar like flowchart. And uh, the episode just kind of cuts off there. You mind if I uh, talk about some manga differences real quick? yeah so in the anime version poof says you know like while staring at Morel from inside the cocoon you hesitate because you are excellent meanwhile in the manga he says you hesitate because you are an excellent soldier but that is all and i think it's interesting because we talked last time about the difference between soldiers and like assassins and martial artists and how like you know shoot and knuckle are great martial artists and they're terrible people for the military slash like the armed forces they cannot keep like a squad plan together they're doing like very dual shit a uh, very dual shit that's a great construction uh but uh like this is like a kind of keys you into the way Morell thinks just like he's actually thinking about the mission and how to like not fuck up as opposed to like we're here for honor bro um another difference is that bloster you know how he did that like rocket jump backwards in the anime mm-hmm In the manga, he does it sooner because he doesn't even see the other door closing. He just notices something is up and then does it. And I think they did it that way in the anime to make it seem more motivated as opposed to him just kind of having a sense about it. Yeah. Um, Also, in the anime version, when Ikalgo does the MacGyver thing, when it shows the liquor, it is clearly, like, imitation Jack Daniels.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I thought of the Kesha song.
2: <laughs> with
1: the bottle of Jack, we
0: gotta just really edit callgo as uh, Kesha. Oh,
1: that'd be good. <laughs> uh,
0: so what's up, Megan?
1: Just thought about it. What? callgo as Kesha.
0: Yeah, he does wake up feeling like P Diddy. It's it's pretty weird. God. Uh, so in in this version, Blaster thinks the tank is on fire because the opponent killed himself. He literally says, "Did this guy kill himself?" And like, they just cut that out of the anime, which I guess I could see why. Because it is just kind of throwaway detail. It's like, did this guy light himself on fire? I don't know. Um, I thought
2: they said that in the English stuff, at least. It's like, uh, did he just, like, isn't he, isn't he in there, like, lighting himself on fire or something? Oh, I
0: might have misheard. I thought in the English version they just said, is he dead? As opposed oh, to, did he kill that himself? That
2: could be a good point. Because I thought, because I think one of the things I remember is that Blaster thought there could possibly be two people yeah. involved, with one in the monitoring room and one in the tank.
0: Yeah, I did like that detail of like, yeah, you're totally misreading the situation, but okay. <laughs> it's um, just
2: one octopus.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a one man. He's a one octopus army. Um, but the last detail is so when Ekalgo breathes in to hold his breath in this version he like really inflates and he's just like a big fucking sack of air and it's very funny and very cute in the manga and i really wish they'd kept that in the anime he just looks over inflated and kind of goofy um yeah i was just gonna say like so what did you guys think of these two episodes that's kind of uh it for these two but uh i i like these a lot
2: yeah i like always i'm always worried about Ekalgo, so i really feel for him in terms of you know his sudden i guess like act coward cowardness at least he what he think is being cowardly even though evidence shows he's been super brave this entire time and i think it kind of shows it's kind of nice seeing in a show like the instances of doubt with characters especially like side characters because i feel like usually in most action shows not just shonen um the fear doubt usually just go comes from the main character for like character development and whatnot so it's nice that like tagashi adds this to like all the characters that we see um so i really appreciate that um yeah and i think Killua just popping in to <laughs> electrify Yuppie was crazy. <laughs> and then he just bounced. So I oh, was like, yeah. Oh whoa. I thought this was gonna be his big bad battle, but you can you never know what to expect with this arc, honestly.
0: <laughs> no, it's he's he's like a lightning strike. Yeah. Um, One thing I just thought of that I think I misspoke earlier, I said that, um, you know, Icalgo had some like human memories. I don't, I think that he explicitly has octopus memories and they've talked about that. Yeah. And so his being so merciful, at first I was like, oh, are they just reserving this for characters who have human memories? Because I'm thinking of Melioron and stuff. But in his case, he doesn't have human memories, I think. In which case, like, it's kind of cool that he is one of the characters. It shows that the chimera ants, at their best, can be like this. And that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. I thought there would be, like, a weird, like, soul thing going on. But I guess not as much.
2: Yeah, yeah. then how figure out how to make a smoke bomb?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I wonder if he just saw that in something. Or, I, I don't know. Like, maybe he's he's seen fire or I I don't, I'm not going to even try to wager a guess as to how he did that.
2: Oh, I was thinking maybe he was going on pure instinct and being like, well, if I just grab these things and throw them all onto something, maybe something will happen.
0: (laughs) Maybe he remembers uh, Peggy, the, the penguin from way earlier. And Mm -hmm. he's like, he always said not to put the plastic near flames. Cause we'll all get cancer, I guess. Ah. So let's fucking put this rubber (laughs) hose in this fire uh M- megan you looked like you had something to say for a second and then you backed off
1: <laughs> i just said Ooh. <laughs> and i didn't realize i was muted
0: lol um but yeah i i think there's some like really cool stuff here i i think i misremembered the kula Up fight being longer than it was
1: i also misremembered that <laughs> i really thought it was at least an episode but like most of it was done with knuckle i guess
0: yeah, that's fair. I I think it's interesting. Uh I Oh, I'm sorry listeners, I failed you. I didn't look up the 7000 number and if that's like how that would actually work based on interest. Um but uh I was going to say uh I do think it's interesting cuz like he had previously mentioned that I think um Morell had like a aura of 80,000. I could be wrong. It but it was in the tens of thousands if not like low hundred thousands. And so, him only draining 7,000 so far is not that crazy yet. So, we have a long way for it to uh, feel like he's actually going to have possibly drained uh, UP yet.
1: Oh, that's still going on. I can't remember, honestly.
0: It's still going on, yeah. Okay.
1: Because, like, was there payout for this? I can't remember. I honestly yeah, could not remember there's payout for, or like, payoff. For that I'm
0: not gonna tell you whether there is or not. I'm okay. just saying that in order to get from seven thousand to like at least a hundred thousand, you're gonna need a while, but because of the way compound interest works, as discussed in a previous episode, it will start doubling at a certain rate. But yeah, uh Sarah, did you have anything you wanted to say about it? If not, I'm I'm down to just kinda I think we've talked this episode to uh to a good place.
2: Yeah, I think um overall this particular episode I really enjoyed. Um and I think it's just... I think Okago is just such a very great and entertaining character. It just felt... I felt like out of the episodes so far, this has been the most fun for me to watch because the stakes were high, but not like crazy high. Um, it, And it was nice to see some strategy outside of battle Um, and seeing how... Oh, in the
0: like sneaking thing? He, exactly. He yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. I I just thought it was very crafty it was like i was watching like i mentioned like i've just finished Andor, and sometimes i'll watch like random people play like hitman playthroughs i was like man he oh, could, could be playing hitman right now he'd <laughs> be great he'd come oh, up I with something very entertaining hitman? oh my god have you guys played the it's new hitman? Because it's I I haven't. I kind of want to try it, um, but I feel what like I mean would mess up play? too much.
0: <laughs> it is so nerve wracking because it's all just about going into places where people are looking for you and having oh. to pretend you belong there. It's like
1: a, it's a stealth game, right? It's, like it's one a one stealth, stealth game. game, but
0: not the way Metal Gear is, where like everyone's trying to kill you and you have to like you know just like keep away from them. Because I actually don't have a problem with that. It's where there's a lot of people that you have to walk by and just hope they don't recognize you. And it's like that's terrible
1: oh yeah uh, it's so like at any moment you could you can't just relax like yeah, yeah if you
0: do something slightly suspicious or you're disguised as someone that they recognize and they're like wait you're not them they'll like just open fire on you
1: wait you get to choose the disguises though like yeah you can like, so, like
0: you can kidnap people and like take their like clothes and shit
1: oh that's kind of fun so you have to like know the profile before you just oh yeah it i it. think exactly. the game
0: is incredibly well made the like worlds are super detailed they like include like tons of storylines in a single level that you like don't have to engage with at all like there can just be a family drama happening in one room that you never have to talk to oh. and shit like that and it's just That's like so a funny. clockwork world and like i find it like amazing at a craft level i cannot play them
1: yeah. oh like it's just too much it's too exactly like, like horror games yeah. i find horror games fascinating or like query the right. query yeah. or the uh, other yeah. one yeah, yeah. Was, um, what's that one the hatchet or what? Um, Hacksaw, it, it, it's. I have no idea. It's what the one before the query with Brenda's Song, because that's uh, the only reason um, I know about the game. Um, uh, House, House of Dawn? Ashes. Maybe House until Don. It's either until Daughter House of Ashes. One of those two. I, it's like the story-based uh, game. So yeah, until
0: Dawn's yeah. one of them.
1: Okay.
2: Um, House of Ashes had Ashley Tisdale. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's that's the Babylonian that.
1: one. Ooh. Um. Yeah. Essentially, it's that those kinds of games that like i want to play so bad but like i have one i have decision paralysis so like (laughs) and i don't have the patience to play every route a hundred times so like then i panic and then i freak out and like i can't figure out life um and then i'm also too scared to play the game like like literally too frightened yeah (laughs) that's fair yeah
0: i had a friend coach me through one level of hitman and he's like a hitman expert and i got to the end and i couldn't help but like not just like shooting someone for no reason and then jumping in the getaway vehicle and i was getting shot to death as i jumped into a boat
2: <laughs> oh, no yeah that would be me i'd be too impulsive i'd be like what well, i just want to see what happens yeah. and then it ends up in death
1: <laughs> because like you can't just like bring out your little gun and like in like the in the in the game right like point, yeah like
0: oh, no, to, you, to can, you can do it if you want
1: oh but will they notice like will the yeah, people notice? will
0: fucking notice
1: oh wild
0: yeah because you're just at a resort like it's just like oh yeah we're just chilling dude brought out a gun (laughs) (laughs) that would be (laughs) yeah but i think i think hitman's like number one on the list of games that i don't enjoy but wish i could and with that said (laughs) uh thank you very much for listening to our show that i hope you both want to enjoy and can uh Please hit us up with questions, requests, or just to chat on our Facebook or Twitter at Spirit Hunter Pod. Heads up, check us out at patreon.com slash spirithunterpod and join our public Discord where we'll be discussing the shit out of Hunter, Yuu, and much more, I guess, including Kit Pan in the theoretical sense. Uh, speaking of the Discord, if you want to support us another way, you can help us by giving us a written review on Apple Podcasts or just, you know, word of mouth, tell your friends. Uh, each review gets a service to tens or hundreds more people. Um, finally today's intro and outro themes were made by michael shingo crawford and maddie m respectively check them both out on youtube also big shout out to our editor tommy who has a lot in for him today uh thanks to him the rest of the crew can focus more on doing research and talking to gashi see you on the other side Bye bye